Can you tell me more about that? Because I was yeah, like, I, I had the chills. <laughs> I do too. Well, music is, it's vibration. So everything is energy and everything has a vibration. Like if I were to hook an electronics device up to you, you literally would make a note on the scale. You're listening to Keeping Up With Chaos Podcast. If you've been here before, thanks for coming back. We appreciate you. Of course, if you're new here, thanks for taking a listen. You're going to find everyday friends sort of hanging out, having a conversation over cocktails. We're chatting about chaos, everyday chaos, because we all have it and we're sharing it with you. We're not professionals, but we do love sharing our everyday chaos with you. So thanks for joining us tonight. We have a really cool guest tonight. We are joined by Lori Wondra. She's from the podcast Messages from the Universe. And we have a really interesting conversation with her about light and energy and spirit animals and just some really cool conversations. So Join us. Let's see where the conversation takes us. Cheers. Hi, Lori. Hi. How Hi. are How are you? I am doing great. We're so excited that you're uh, doing this with us. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm just really excited. So thank you. Yeah. So we, we've been talking about it for the past two weeks, I think. I think oh, so. <laughs> so, Lori, I... So Lori, I'm Joslyn, and we've obviously spoken via email. And then this is Nikki. I know we have uh, different names on our. Yeah. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I'll give you a little background on me. I um, I am from radio. So when I did, just like I can cut all this out, but um, when I did radio, I had to change my name because the first radio station I went to, lo and behold who she is now one of my good friends. She had the same name as me, which is not a typical name. It's a classic name, but it's not like the Sarah and the Bess and the, you know, and the Emily's and the Jennifer's. And so I, I was really odd. So anyways, a little backstory to me, but so I had to change my name. So when we started doing podcasting, it was, you know, it was just an easy thing for me to do. So. Sure. Yeah. The aliases that come up, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're not <laughs> the it's a past lifetime name or something that's coming up for you or came up for you. <laughs> it might've been, you never know. I don't know. It just like kind of came to me. It was a really weird thing too, to like rename yourself. Mm -hmm. um, it was just like an odd experience. And I don't know why I'm go going into this whole thing, but I just, it was like a really odd thing to do to actually have to like, you know, create a, an entirely new persona and name. And then to choose that name for myself, because obviously when I was born, I didn't choose my name. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and yep. it was just an odd thing to, to like go through. I don't know. It was really weird. So I think it's pretty cool, you know, yeah. it, because the name is so important. It is our identity and there's actually, there's a vibration to it. So through numerology, there's a vibration to your name. And so if you've been known as this name for all your life, and then all of a sudden now you have a different, literally a different vibration. Yeah. It is odd. It is. So, hmm. But, you know, I felt like I felt that name sort of spoke to me and, you know, and it kind of, it, it, it brought something to me. And so I was, I went with it and I love it. Nice. <laughs> okay. So, um, everybody, Lori is from messages from the universe podcast. You also have another company that you also, is it, you want to tell us a little bit about it? Tell Nikki and I a little bit about what you do. 
So my company is Your Life Core. Yes. And I chose that because core stands C-O-R-E is center of resource energy, which is heart. So everything about us is energy. Everything vibrates. And I came up through corporate America. So I left corporate America as an IT technology executive a number of years ago. And I'd been gifted all my life. So I was doing dual careers. So when I chose that business name, Your Life Core, it was to kind of tap into more of that vibration, my knowledge of vibration. Yeah. So much of technology is also, you know, in the world of science. Yeah. But I'm a psychic medium. So from second grade on, that's my earliest memory. So my family tells me I, they have other memories of me. But from second grade on, I remember talking to the angels and guides. I got in trouble for talking to Archangel Michael <laughs> in the wow. hallway of, of a Catholic church. <laughs> oh my gosh. Taken, taken by the hand down to the principal's office and my mom was called. And, and wow. I, loved, I loved telling that story simply because up until then, I just thought everybody saw everything that I saw, right? Right. It was, it was kind of my awakening that, that people can see things. Right? So it didn't at any point um, make you afraid when you were that young? You weren't afraid of it? Not, not the archangels, Archangel Michael, I wasn't afraid. I always felt protected. But I remember being quite young and sleeping, um, sleeping in the bedroom and waking up and there was a bear spirit. Wow. And I was trying to tell my siblings, we shared beds when I was really little. So I had to be really, really little and trying to tell my siblings that were in the room with me that, you know, they know there's a bear and they turn the light on and I'm like, no, there's a bear. <laughs> there's a Whoa. bear spirit. So, um, that's crazy. I, yeah. And I hated going to funerals. I mean, as a small child, I'd want to like sneak away from all the adults and, you know, kind of tuck in a corner with my cousins and stuff. Cause I just, I always felt like there was, there were people always talking to me. Wow. wow. I can't even imagine. I know. That's and so cool though. Like that's to me, I think that is very, very cool. And I think Nikki's probably a little jealous that a bear spirit presented itself <laughs> to you because she is, wants to see a real bear so bad. I know. I know. We have, we have black bears down here where we're at in Florida. It's kind of a thing. <laughs> nice. Nice. But, um, so that's just so interesting because I know that you deal with light and energy and vibrations. And I was listening to your podcasts and, you know, having you and even your voice, like it was just so soothing yeah, and just listening. Fun. Yeah, it was really, it was, I would go get, get my dogs and we go for a walk and I'd throw them on your podcast. And, and, you know, obviously I started from your most recent one and I was kind of working backwards and um, it was just really interesting. Some of the oh, things well, that you were talking you. about with like vibrations. And one thing I want to touch because on is music. You mentioned yeah. music. too. Well, music is, it's vibration. So everything is energy and everything has a vibration. Like if I were to hook an electronics device up to you, you literally would make a note on the scale. Oh, that's cool. And our, our, our chakra systems have notes. Like it starts on the scale from C, D, E, F is heart, G is throat, um, third eye is A, and then B. And it just repeats itself. And long before like this lifetime we've studied vibration and healing and I actually I so I do sound healing events and I do drumming events and I do those live because that is a new healing modality based on vibration the principles of how do we vibrate the water content in our cells to go back to alignment of health 
Wow, that's so there's cool. There's a frequency. You can Google it. It's 528 hertz. It's measured in hertz, HZ. But that's the DNA repair and healing hertz. So, wow, that's really interesting. I need a lot of drumming right now. <laughs> I need something. But I was doing stuff last night, yes. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, that's like super cool, though, the scientific part behind it. And, you know, I, and even going from being in radio, I don't know, and this is something that I wanted to, that kind of like popped in my head when, I, when you, you were talking about this in your podcast. You know, sometimes I listen to music and you hear a song and it just like resonates inside of you. It like yeah. calls to you. It almost speaks to you. And there's just certain type, I mean, and it's, and, and sometimes I just was like, wow, that's so cool. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's probably it, what it is. It is. Some of the healing music, they infuse it with different frequencies. And Sophigio, so there's a whole gamut, there's a whole scale of different frequencies that, that do things and open up things to us. And musicians and producers have long attempted to put music in. I've, I've gone to a couple rave sessions. Oh no. They infuse. No, honestly, they infuse some of that vibration that te the techno music yes, you infused with with a lot of healing frequency. I could see um, that. Yeah, or just the frequency that makes you feel good. Yeah, it I could see that. Not necessarily healing, but it makes you feel good or elevates you. Yeah. That's exciting. I know. Yeah. I've been to a couple different concerts or I've been to like a club or I've, you know, where there's yeah. different types of music and I know exactly what you're talking about. That's yeah. so interesting. I just want to observe people. I'm like, I knew they were doing it, but I wanted to see their auras or watch their energy field around them change as they were doing different sound effects. So, so. this, this is something really interesting. And I, you just brought back a memory and I'm going to share it because I was in California and my friend lived out there and she went to college out there. I went to visit her and we went clubbing, you know, and I, we went dancing and I remember we were dancing and there was a point where I turned and I saw like different faces, like they were almost like masks and it freaked me out. I like, and you know, and then of course we're like, what did you take? Did someone spike something in your, your drink? And I had to leave and then I came back and it was the weirdest experience. So anyways, I just, that's a side note there. It's not, actually, I would say that would be super cool because when we get into high vibration, we actually can have access to other realms and other realms. Oh. You know, we think like of earth as third dimension. It's very flat. But when we go into altered states and we, we raise our vibration, we have access. There's gateways to other dimensions, so to say. So, and so maybe it wasn't just like all in my head or maybe I was, you know, maybe it wasn't some sort of like narcotic that's spiked in my drink. <laughs> it Rick, freaked me out. It it's freaked not. me out. It's not. But if you think of there's actually um, tribal dances that that take you into that, you know, we would call it like a frenzy dance or like a yeah, it's it's actually takes you into a different vibrational frequency so that you have access to alter ulterior vibrations within your body. I believe well it. Universes. Yeah, so. it was. They were like tribal masks. It was so crazy. And they were animal too. So it was really weird. And, and they, as soon as they were there, they were gone. And I was like, oh my God, I have, I got to get out of here. Like I had too much to drink or, you know, I didn't know what was going on, but um, that's really interesting because you were also talking about um, energy and I wanted to tell you sometimes I, I have like anxiety and I was thinking about this as I was listening to some of your podcasts and I was thinking to myself like, gosh, I've, there's been so many times I've walked into a room 
And I immediately feel like I'm hit with just, just overwhelming. And I don't know what it is. And it's really hard for me to digest and process it. And then I get anxious and it's like, I can't cope with it. And, you know, sometimes I can work through it because I might have a, you know, a friend with me or my husband with me that helps me like get calm. And I just kind of like, let it go. But it's, it's overwhelming. And someone's like, you might be a little empath, you know, like, what is it empath? Like you? Yeah, I don't know. So it was it. What is that? Like, that's, it's weird. We have one of the things that I teach about is our energy fields, because we really think of ourselves as just our body. And then our five senses, right? Right. when I look at you, I see your other energy fields. And we have another layer that's our emotional layer and our mental layer. And then there's etheric layer and there's an astral layer. We have all these layers of energy and, and we develop and open up those different layers. So when you feel other people's energy, your emotional layer field is wide open. Yeah. And we're starting to condition ourselves to say empathic is bad. And actually that's one of our the human spirit's evolution is to work on that and actually open that up because that helps us kind of decide, is this a safe place for me or, or right. not, you know, it's yeah. part of a system. Yeah. That makes sense. So there's a lot of teachers that teach on how to mask or cover that up. But in lifetimes, we've, we have shielded that and we're starting to really realize and open that up. And then the next layer, the mental layer allows us to start communicating to other dimensions or other energy fields like you talk about <laughs> spirit animals or you know angels and guides or loved ones that have crossed over yeah the um i definitely believe that there are certain animals that have like come into my life and i know um i know nikki like loves she wants to meet a bear so bad and you know for me i know and and i mean not me photo you know to take photographs that's all I'm i know crazy. but still <laughs> but it might be it might be your it might be your spirit animal it's just the i mean excitement I know, but I have I also want to do, I want also want to see an otter too. Like I want to take, you know, so anything exciting, like I've seen a, t- a ton of snakes, but you know, so I'm just over the lizards. <laughs> You're over the snakes, right? Yeah. I have to tell you, I, um, for me, like for a long time, rabbits were, you know, where I see a rabbit and I always felt like I had, it was like a good luck. I know everyone says like a rabbit's foot is a good luck, but it kind of, to me felt like, oh, I'm on the right, the right path or, yeah. Sometimes with like butterflies, like monarch butterflies, that too, it, I feel like they like flutter around and it would just be me having like a thought in my head. And, and then I was trying to process something and then a butterfly sort of flutters by me. And a lot of times people just say, well, yeah, a butterfly went past you or yeah, a rabbit hopped past you. But I feel like what you were talking about in one of your podcasts was that sometimes you just miss all these signs, you know, right. like, and you have to really be conscientious and open to understanding that you are getting answers to your questions and sometimes you just miss it. Right. 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 And animals come to us, you know, Nikki, I really hope that you do sometime get to see a bear and an (laughs) otter. And I'll tell you just based on energy, the universe is always listening. So when we say, I want to take a picture of a bear, I want to take a picture of an otter, you'll, the universe delivers on that. And so just be aware of that. You might have to be specific because a beer, a bear might show up (laughs) in an, in an advertisement, let's say, or on TV, but you want to do it in a safe way live place. But animals bring messages to us, both in spirit form or in advertisement or in live form. So all of a sudden, if you're sitting outside 
and a butterfly just keeps swir swirling around your head. Butterflies are very transformation. They mean transformation. Wow. So I would interpret that as what's going on in my life that I might be going into cocoon state and right. then I might be evolving into something else. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. That's really interesting. I believe and, in that. That's some. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. And bear medicine is healing medicine. It's all about healing and knowing when to rest. So they hibernate. They go out and hunt. You know, they're they're um, very large, but they're very gentle or very peaceful. And so there there's a fierce energy about them that heals everything. So every animal, whether it's live or spirit, or you see it in a picture has the potential to bring you a message if it draws attention to you. Nikki, you need a bear in your life. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> she needs a big bear. <laughs> you need to seriously channel that bear because that's like perfect for you right now. Well, yeah. you're probably onto something, Jaslyn, because in, in bear or in animal spirit, you would call it bear medicine. Like you would call in bear medicine if you're going into a challenging time yeah. for a healing time, you would ask that bear medicine to be with you, to go into a meeting with you, be in your home with you, those yeah. types of things. That's so, so cool. What about cool. rabbits? Like what do rabbits? Well, rabbit, that's what I was going to touch. So rabbit is actually one of, um, it's, it's one of my favorite because it's one of the few animals that live in all worlds. It lives in the upper world, which is sky. It wow. lives in the middle world because it's on the land and it lives underneath in the lower worlds because it burrows underground. So right. it's very, very agile and versatile. And it will sit. If you've ever seen a rabbit and you have to look because you, you wonder if it's dead because it's sitting so still. Yeah. Right? Yes. And then on the split second, it can take off up, down, or run. So it's very, very agile. So if you see a rabbit, you might be facing a situation in your life that you need to have more agility to be ready to move to jump up, you know, go fast, slow down, or just freeze and observe. Don't make any action. Just observe now until it's known what to do. Wow. Okay. That's, in, that's really interesting. Cause a lot of times, like that's been sort of my thing where I like would react to something and I've been really trying to stop myself just to sort of pause. It's been a work in progress just to stop because I've just to stop and pause before I even say anything or do anything or make any decisions and or react to anything because I have a lot of tendencies of, you know, reacting really fast quickly. So that's interesting. So these rabbits are, they're like, yeah, you got a lot more work to do. Lady. So they might be there just showing up to, as a reminder, a gentle reminder. Yeah. And Nikki, you said you saw a lot of snakes, you know, snakes, we think of them as icky or creepy, you know, not everybody likes, is a fan of snakes, Most but people, they're, they're also about transformation because they shed their skin. Right. So, and in the healing world, you'll see the snake on, on the sword, you know, the, the symbol of healing too. So. Yeah. I'm fascinated with snakes. And I told you the mailbox story, Jaws, there was a snake. I actually adopted a snake because I was at work one day. I checked the mailbox outside the front door and there was a little baby snake inside. So um, we took it out and I say we, I mean, my boss took it out cause I wasn't <laughs> yeah. going to grab it cause I didn't know what kind it was, but, um, it was a corn snake or a, um, red rat snake, the ones that you see in the pet store. And so we took it out and we each held it and took pictures with it and we let it go. The very next day it was back in the mailbox. So we took pictures with it, let it go. It was on a Friday that Monday, that snake had come back into the mailbox. Wow. 
So I was like, I guess it's meant to be. I'm taking it home. And she took it home. <laughs> took it home. <laughs> it claimed you. But again, I that's fat. I mean, that's fascinating because they don't. They just don't show up, especially a wild animal like that. Right. So obviously, it was a strong message for you. You might have a whole. You know, your life might be all about transformation. Yeah. You know, the continual of change. Right. Right. I had a um, snake situation where I was walking my dogs one night, and I I took I. My oldest son had the uh, one of our dogs and I had the second dog and we were walking and then I was not paying attention and all of a sudden there's a snake literally almost underneath my foot and then it slithered away into the grass and I want to get a picture of it for Nikki because she loves wildlife pictures and photography. So I want to get a picture of it because I want her to tell me what kind of snake it was. And my son's yelling at me, get, you're going to kill the dog. What are you doing? And I got a picture of it and I, what type snake was that? But it was literally right underneath my foot. I think it was a water was it a water moccasin or was it? Was it probably, like, I think it might have been a um, a water snake. Um, what is it called? Uh, it will. It will. I can't think. It's yeah. not a poisonous one. It, it was I don't think it was a water moccasin poisonous. No, yeah. it was a different one. It kind of looks like a water moccasin. I can't think of the name of it now. Um, right. I think, it's, I think it was. I think it was. It's similar twin. Yeah, but it wasn't poisonous. It's not. Right. I don't think it's one of the poisonous ones. Yeah. So that's interesting because like when you step on it or like literally you didn't see it until you literally stepped on it. Almost. Yeah. There's probably, or was something probably around you that was so present, but you weren't seeing it. Like it was right in your face, but you weren't aware of it. You weren't observing it. Yeah. And the weird thing was, is I was going through a pretty big um, emotional thing, you know, and at that point in time where I was kind of making a heavy decision about something that was weighing heavy on my mind. And, you know, you, sometimes you hit that point where you think, you know, should I do this? Should I not do it? Or, you know, should I make it a big deal or should I not make a big deal or how should I handle the situation? And, you know, I'm just walking along with my dog and then there's a snake and I'm like, ah, you know, (laughs) I would say that was a pretty strong message for you. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. My dog, I will have to tell you, my dog is hilarious. I think my, I am fostering to keep this dog that came to me and um, she, I think she's a human inside of a dog because, and you know, I, that sounds bonkers, but we went, we, we lost our dog, um, our old, our male dog, I'm sorry, that my middle son was really attached to. He was older. And I was devastated by the loss too, but I was like, we're not having another dog. And then a physical therapist that was working with my youngest child heard about my story, heard about the loss and said, I want to connect you with my friend. She's a breeder. She might have an opportunity for you to rehome, you know, a retiring breeding dog or whatever. So we connected and lo and behold, she's just like, I don't have a dog to rehome for you, but I like you. Would you like to foster to keep? And I said, yes, absolutely. So she wanted me to try out a bunch of her dogs, but we ended up bringing home the black lab because that's what my husband wanted. And I'm like, I don't connect with her. I don't connect with her. Her and I are not vibing. This other one I really vibed with. And so I brought her home first and he said no. And I was devastated, devastated, like heavy, heavy heart. It took me a while. So I went back and I got the black lab and I brought her back and she wanted nothing to do with us. She just sat 
away from us for a while. It took me weeks to get her to connect with me. Now she's my girl. We're tight. We're like, Mm -hmm. but she's a human. She does not act like a normal lab at all. Does that make any sense to you? It does. I'm, I'm guessing that for those first couple of weeks, she was just observing, not committing, observing. There's almost something in her that of afraid that she was going to be taken back maybe, or, or given up again. So she was just observing. And then once she felt comfortable, the dogs are incredibly energetically intuitive. So yeah. they, they know your emotions. They know, you know, if you're, if you're, going it's like they can read your mind if you're going to give them food or you're going to give them water you're going to you know take them to the vet or something they pick up on on your vibration so i think she was observing you yeah that's true yeah because she seemed a little off put a little bit and it's kind of standoffish and um she wasn't aggressive or anything like that she's she's literally the anti-lab you know most labs are needy and they want to be up in your mix and they're curious they want to know what's going on she is just a puddle of lab and she can't even stand her two feet for very long. And then she just, she's just so funny. Like, and sometimes I, when I walk her, we're having these conversations. It's almost like she understands me. I know it sounds silly, it but sound crazy at all. They're so observant and they have a huge vocabulary. They do a thousand words, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you know that Nikki? I had no idea. Yeah. But they also, they, it's not just the words, it's the vibration, the influx in your voice. They pick up. So, you yeah. know, even your breathing, they can pick up the vibration if you're feeling stressed or you're feeling, you know, hyper or excited about something. So, yeah, that's Nikki, you should bring up about your dog because he's been getting a little, he's what? Connor. Yeah. He's kind he, of, um, he was a rescue, but he doesn't like anybody. I mean, he just gets really aggressive when he gets around other people um to the point where his hair stands up so i don't understand why we got him when he was like eight weeks old um but he's from puerto rico he's one of those rescue dogs and i guess they have a ton of stray dogs there so they flew in a you know bunch of dogs and we he was one of the rescues so we got him at eight weeks old but his mom i guess was chained to a pole outside someone's house and i don't know if he was born while she was chained to this pole and they were all rescued or if she was rescued while she was still pregnant with the puppies. But either way, I think it's her survival skills maybe that he's kind of picked up on. So he's a little apprehensive when it comes to humans. Yeah. But genetically we carry seven generations of cellular memory in our bodies. Wow. Scientists are actually uh, testing if it goes as far as 14 generations so whether he was, you know, she was pregnant with him or not, he's carrying the DNA of her fear and wow. of her parents' fear and those parents' fear. So, and, and that's animals, but humans carry that too. We carry that, that genetic energy. And that's oftentimes we don't understand where fear comes from, right. but cellular bound to us. Yeah. Explain that a little bit, like explain, because I know you were talking about that in one of your podcasts about like the cellular connection that we're all like on a cellular level, level connected to each other, or how does that work? I mean, because sometimes I meet somebody and you know what I'm saying? Like you just meet somebody and then you instantly just have this, like, I'm getting the chills. You just get this like vibe where you're kind of like, you're just like, you feel like either you met them before or you knew them before, or you have like this connection and it's just, and I've had the opposite too, where you just get this weird. You don't like them. Yeah. Like, I gotta run. 
<laughs> I don't know why I just yeah. don't like you. You're yeah. trying to be nice about it, John. Yeah, I know. I was trying <laughs> to be nice like, about it. You just don't like him. <laughs> it's, I mean, but that happens. That's not, that's that's honestly true. So we have we have cellular memory that goes back those lifetimes, but we also have soul memory or soul pathways. And I describe them in, we belong to earth families, right? Those are your birth families and your siblings that you were born into in this dimension. But you also have a soul family and your soul family, those are the ones that you have this instant connection with. You, you have worked with them or they, there's an agreement from an energetic standpoint that they will interact with you some way, somehow in this lifetime. Wow. So we have, we have different vibrations that attract and kind of push away. And Einstein talked about this, yeah. about, you know, when we vibrate at a certain vibration, we attract, we're like magnets. We attract those things to us. And when somebody is an off vibration, it feels like that. I just got to get away from this person because yes. it literally it bounces against our vibration. Yes. That's oh. yeah, absolutely. That Nikki, do you know what I'm talking about? Has ever happened to you before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like super crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's at the, it can be at the soul level and you're like, I don't know. I don't know why I feel this way. I just feel this connection. It's probably you've had a past lifetime with this person yeah, and that's why you're so comfortable. Have you ever seen couples that it just it feels like they've been together forever or friends? They've been yes. together forever. They know how to fight. They know how to love. They know how to communicate. I mean, they just know. And chances are they've been together in previous lifetimes and they've worked through all the normal couple stuff. Right. And then there are others that are working through those things because they haven't been in previous life relationships. I believe in that. That's something that I was, we were going to bring up and I, we kind of just kind of got started. We were really interested in like the Zodiac. I mean, this, we read this article, you know, I know you are into current, you know, pop culture and everything that's happening and you're really in tune with all that. You know, there's a news article about Madonna deciding that she would really want to work with this DJ, this French DJ, I think, or European DJ. And then they had a lunch together. And as soon as she decided or figured out that he was a Scorpio or I can't remember what. I think that's what it was. I think he was a Scorpio. And she was like, oh, mm -mm, I'm not working with you, which I thought was interesting. You know, I mean, some people are really into the Zodiac signs and how they mesh with your life. Right. I mean, so what are your thoughts on that, you know, with, with relationships? Um, for relationships, it can tell you a lot. It can tell you where you need to grow together or where there might be clashes. Right. But sometimes that's just flat. Like if she were just looking at the zodiac sign, you know, the moon, where our moon is when we're born is how we emotionally address things. And sometimes that's super important. And then our ascending is also really important. So it's not just like our astrology sign. It's not right. just, you know, are you a Taurus? Or are you an Aries? Or it's not just that. There's so much more to us in that. Right. So, yeah. But that's interesting. I can't answer for her, but, you know, maybe she had more insight into more of the things. Yeah, um, probably. It is, it is common for people to run a full astrology chart on people that they might employ or people that they might go into business with really just to get a background because some people just simply don't make good business partners. Yeah. They may be great, great strategizers and they have great vision, but when it comes down to just doing stuff, right. Or functionality. So there are, there are 
professional astrologists that do that for executives or for, you know, uh, stars, musicians, those types of things. Yeah, that and makes they sense. Look at the planets. When I was in corporate America and in information technology, if we had a big computer deployment, a big software deployment, I would always look at the planets and say, wow. oh, no, we're not, we're not doing this now. <laughs> you got to wait a couple of weeks or, you know, here's, here's a good time for us to do it. Or if I couldn't delay or expedite something, then I put my staff on alert. I just was prepared for things. So I so. guess that's, that, that brings me to my next question. Um, you know, the moon, you were talking about the moon and, you know, when, where you were born and when, where it was. And, um, you know, I, we have always said, you know, it's a full moon. The, the kids are acting crazy, you know, or is that real? I mean, or is that something Absolutely. that really? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the moon, I mean, the moon controls our tides, right? Yes. And what are our bodies made up of? 75 to 80% water. So yep. when there's a full moon, we have a physical shift in our body and that affects our emotions. So that, absolutely. That makes and then sense. Where, where the moon is in the astrology wheel also impacts us. Some of them are just, you know, they're not, not a big deal. And some are a little bit more emotional or a little bit more crazy. So yeah. I believe in that. I mean, I know it even goes down to women in our cycles. I mean, I read this book called The Red Tent a long time ago. Yep. I don't know if you read that book. And, you know, they're talking about how generations of women and like everything is, you know, centered around the moon and your cycle is around the moon cycle. And yep. is that real? Because, I mean, sometimes <laughs> it feels it real to me. <laughs> it is. Well, before, so many of like the Mayan calendars are based yeah. on you know, where the planets are and, and the moon is a planet in that. Yeah. Um, Chinese astrology is based on, you know, where, where the signs are, it's based on a wheel. So yeah. absolutely there's truth to that. And if you, if you That's know anybody right. in hospital delivery, there are more babies that are usually born on a full moon. Yes. Than hmm. other times. And um, for years, I was married to uh, an on-the-road police officer, sheriff, and then later detective, but it was always busier for them, for the police and investigations and that type of thing during a full-time season. That makes sense. I spent, I, I spent some time in Annapartum and then trying not to deliver my youngest, and then we spent like three months in NICU. So we, we met a lot of people in the healthcare industry, and there was one nurse I particularly loved and she, I'm still friends with her on Facebook. I'm friends with several of the people that we met along that, you know, timeline. Um, but she just was one of my favorites and she's just like, Oh my gosh, girl, you never, it's, it's a full moon. Babies are just coming left and right. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So she, she talked about that. So it really does happen. Um, yeah. I, I was going to, you were talking about gateways so yeah. I had this really weird experience and um, it was after you, you and I had emailed and I was, I had listened to a couple of your podcasts and, um, and it was, but it was even setting that aside and I've had this happen to me before, but it was late one night. It was like nine 30 or 10 o'clock at night. The house is quiet. The kids are in bed. The husband's, you know, watching TV by himself. I'm by myself in minding my own business, wa watching the bachelorette, you know, I have a cocktail and, you know, and then all of a sudden I just felt this overwhelming, just, it was just overwhelming. I don't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. And then I felt nauseous, like quick, like it came on real fast. I'm like, Oh God, Oh Lord, I better not be pregnant. You know? I mean, but that's what it kind of felt like. And then mm -hmm. I had to, I had to like breathe it out and it, 
it was just really consuming for me and too much vodka. Yeah, I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> no, I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't gotten, I hadn't, that was my first cocktail. I had just gotten started. No, I'm just joking with, with the bachelor, but it was, it was weird, you know, and I had to sort of like breathe it out and sort of like push it out. And I didn't even know what I was really doing, but then I felt better. But your instinct was to push it out and to breathe. I mean, yes. that's, if we just listen to our intuition and our instinct, a lot of times we can move through those things. That's very normal because there's, there's a constant rotation of the planets. There's a constant rotation of energy. I mean, even if there's an earthquake or fires that are, you know, that are happening, I don't care where they're happening in the globe, there's a wave of energy. Yeah, I believe that. travels around. And depending on how open you are or how receptive you are, you could feel that in different ways. Yeah. I think that just, um, it scares me. So I just, I mean, I think within the last 10 years, I've been trying to just really focus on, like you were talking about positive, you know, what you put out in the universe and is what you're bringing back in. And this is, I mean, with even before talking with you on my own in the last 10 years, I've been really trying to, even if I find that tiniest little tiny bit of positive, positive, like a sliver of positive. I try to focus on that versus all the negativity because I've had some hardships and I've had some hard relationships and I've had some things I've had to deal with like everybody does. But so I've been really trying to be more mindful about doing that. And, um, but I've also too, because I feel overwhelmed by like, you're talking about, you're putting into words what I've been feeling like energy. Um, I've sort of mentally, um, close things up a little bit. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because I felt like I was too open and it left me vulnerable and it left me vulnerable in friendships. It left me vulnerable in relationships. It left me vulnerable just in life. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so when something like that happens, I have a hard time processing it, Mm -hmm. you know, but you're making me understand that it's okay. You know, and I think there's probably people out there that have the same experiences I've had, you know, you do. And there's people that are working on their energy fields to open up that empathic gateway or to open up those feelings. And then there's people that it's just open and they're being taught to shut it down. So it's, it's understanding what you're feeling and understanding the power that you have as a human being. Like you said, you just breathed and you kind of pushed it away. That's you just saying, this feels uncomfortable, but I'm okay and I'm just going to push it away. I'm going to breathe through it. Yeah. But oftentimes we stop, we get scared, and then we shut down. We, you know, bundle everything up. And, and that's kind of an old teaching. So good job in oh. just, just, <laughs> Yay. Know, just opening that up. But, but yeah, that's your intuition. You just intuitively knew to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting though, because I think that um, that's, the other part of it too was um, when you were talking about coming across different people that, you know, you all of a sudden you mesh with and there's good vibrations and then there's bad vibrations. And they just kind of push you away. I was walking my dog one night and I told Nikki about this and your, your oldest picked up on it too, Nikki. There was a lot more people out walking during the COVID. We call it the C word. Um, a lot more people out walking. And so I came across a bunch of different types of people when I was walking my dog, but this one particular person was on their bike and they were riding. And every single time I came, they came past me. Um, it was just the weird, it was just not good. It was like a weird, I, I, this sounds really bad for me to say, but, um, 
it wasn't intense. It wasn't like I didn't want to be around them. It was like evil, not, not evil, but just, I don't even know how to describe it. Nikki, do you remember what I was Dark, talking about? Maybe yes. just kind of like a negative kind of radiated. Or, yeah. A shadow energy. Yeah. It was so crazy. It, and <laughs> I can't even look at him anymore. Like I can't even like when he write, I put my hat down. I put my eyes to the ground. I try, I try to like think of something else. I know that sounds crazy or like weird or go ahead. But you're just, you're energy sensitive to certain energies. And the best definition that you have is dark or evil or shadow. Cause you don't know exactly what it is, but you know, it's off from your energy. So that's not a bad thing, you know, no, never explain your emotions or don't feel like you have to not explain your emotions because it's, it's what you feel. Right. But there are people in, and we talk about like demonic or energies that people have, but some people just have a lot of shadow energy. And for them, that could even be depression, you know, anxiety, stress, yeah. fear, that could be oozing off this person also. It doesn't have to be that he's, you know, a criminal or anything. Right. But certainly you were picking up something that was a different vibe from you. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, what I wasn't the only one, cause I mentioned it to Nikki's oldest daughter and I didn't right. mention it to Nikki and she picked up on it too. Yeah. You know, and she, it was, and it was, it was, um, validating that, you know, and it's interesting because like you talked in, you talk about energy and that in vibrations and, um, and that it's like a language explain more that about that, because that I find fascinating because, you know, like you said, we're having this conversation, you're listening to my words, but you said that you could see auras and you can also probably feel the vibration of it. It's like, there's an underlying language. And I think you even said, I, when I, maybe I can't really quote, so I'm going to paraphrase, but you were talking about how you're, you're hearing someone's words, but you're feeling something different. What is that? Like what? Because we, we think we're just one dimension. We think it's just our physical body and what we, what we hear is all that it is, but we're sensory beings. We interact. You know, if you've ever um, know that somebody's going to call you and three seconds later, the phone rings, or, you know, somebody's going to come in the door, like somebody's home, you sense it. Yes. Our, our energy fields outside our physical bodies extend a long way. So we, we have receptors that pick up those things. That's and really interesting. So that's, that's part of the language. And quite honestly, other dimensions, I don't want to freak you guys out, but like astronauts, angels and guides, they, their energy, they don't have a physical body, their energy. So we sense them more and we can see them in form sometimes, but they see us as energy. So they'll see us in a vibration. They'll see us in a color. And when I see people's auras, I can, I can see if they're um, sad or see if they're in a lower vibration because their colors are muted. They're not so vibrant. Right. So is that something that you pick on, like pick up on like instantly when you walk into a room or like just sitting here with us, you know, on video, when you first got on, were you able to like see our auras? Like, is that something that is just instant for you? It can be. I turn it off and on. And just because of, of, being living in a third dimensional world and being in corporate America, you know, there'd be times I'd be sitting in a boardroom meeting and I'd turn it on and literally yeah. I'd be 
like, you know, between my, my intuition, my psychicness and seeing energy, I'd be like, that person's lying. Now I need to figure out how to draw that out or how to put it in a question because I can't stand up and say, you're lying. I was right. going to ask you that. But, but it, it can be used as a, I don't want to say a secret weapon, but in, in corporate America, it just, it, it saved my butt in so many cases or so many times. Um, but yeah, I can turn it off or on it. it uh, I don't want to be walking around and going into stores and being bombarded with other people's energy. And so right. you know, I, I am, I've learned how to turn it off or how to open it up. So, so yeah, that must have taken, did it take you a while to learn how to do that? Because it seems like, I mean, if you've been, if this has been going on since you were really young, you know, and as you developed into like an adult, you know, I mean, how did you even figure out what was happening? And I don't, I don't ever have a, a memory of like learning or consciously. It's just something that I've just been able to do. Yeah. You know, in certain situations, you know, I have to be able to focus or have to be able to just exist right. in, in this world. You know, if I get into channeling mode and then I, you know, other energies come through, then I have to allow or I have to make space for that too. But there's, there's times and places for those things. Yeah. So t tell me a little bit about that because I know we probably have limited time with you and I'm really appreciative of you taking time with us tonight for, for real. I mean, we've been excited about talking to you for like a, a while. Yeah, we could probably go on for hours and hours and hours because we probably so much could to talk about. There is, there's so much in the world of energy. <laughs> well, you talked about um, realms and archangels and ascended masters and like the collective light. So I mean, I mean, this is probably a whole nother podcast actually, but I mean, what, what is that? You know, because it's, I know nothing. I mean, at all. So if everything is energy and we think animals are one set of, of energetic species, humans are another energetic set of species. Angels are another ascended masters are another ascended masters are, are humans that ascended into the heavens and they interact with us. That's okay. and they get, they get to be called ascended masters. But then there's astral beings, so other beings from other dimensions or other planets, right? That interact with us, and That's... we we like to think linear. We like to think, you know, we're third dimension. Earth is third dimension, and you'll hear other spiritual talkers or speakers talk about fifth dimension, fourth, fifth dimension. Yeah. We like to put it in terms of linear and we're more, it, it's like everything happens all at once. So yeah. it doesn't, we don't have to go from third dimension to fifth dimension to sixth to seventh to eighth. The archangels, for example, exist in the 12th dimension and the ascended masters exist in a lower dimension, like about the, the 10th or the ninth. Wow. And earth and we exist on third dimension. So if you want to put it in a, a frame uh, that we can understand it, we can access those other dimensions and listen and speak to them and they interact with us when we get out of our third dimension limitations. Yeah. When we meditate, when we just allow those things to come to us. Okay. That would be, um, I think I would, that would freak me out. <laughs> I think that would be, you know, cause I mean, that's like, that's pretty intense, you know? Um, have you ever been in a spot where you're, where something just happened and you got information or you, you know, something and you're just, you were like, yep. whoa. 
Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, there's, um, there's been times like the, the tsunami, the earthquake in Japan, the tsunami. I, and when that hit, I woke up instantly. Wow. I, I woke up and I, you can see in my office here, I've got crystals behind me. I have crystals all over my home. And a number of the crystals fell off the shelf. Wow. So everything is connected in, in a global standpoint. And so if, if I have incredible like hip pains, it has nothing to do with them. If I'm sitting all day or not, if I, my hips are really aching, I usually look at where, where there's some major earthquakes happening in earth because the earth is kind of going through an energy shift. What are you feeling for, I mean, have you seen all the hurricanes that have been coming up and just pummeling Louisiana? I, I just, oh, oh my gosh. I know. But it, it's like mother, mother um, earth is almost repeating external what we are feeling internal. Like the, the turmoils and the chaos and everything that we're feeling internal and this change that we're in, we're seeing it play out in storms. Right? I believe that. It's so crazy. What is it about that one area? Is it just, you know, they just have the bad luck or is it, I mean, is there energy? I mean, there must be some sort of energy. There's, there's yep. And then obviously the, the um, science behind it. Yes. And everything, yeah. but there would be energy there. Yeah. And usually when there's a storm like that, it's, it's mother earth or mother nature needing to clear up something or bring something new in. It's a, it's a big old shower or it's a big storm. Yeah. Like a cleansing. We have a her. It's not that these people are bad or anything that they're evil and they need to be, but it's, it's just mother earth responding to something that needs to be kind of washed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Florida's about to get hit. (laughs) Maybe we're in the cone cone of uncertainty. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just feel you know, and this year is crazy. I'm in Minnesota and we just got tons of snow a few weeks ago and it's melting wow. now. But yeah. I looked at that too as that was just a message that things just needed to have a big wash. Well, now. that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, it's not just about the hurricanes. Weather's been weird lately. And I mean, we, I originally am from Michigan. So, and we left Michigan to come down to Florida. So it was just a really you know, new grass, new weather, new everything, you know, and I remember leaving Michigan, but I mean, we had these weird winters where we would have a foot of snow on the ground and, you know, polar vortex. And then the next week, you know, it's 70 degrees and it's all melted. So, I mean, there's been some, it's interesting to hear about, you know, the different things that are happening with the weather. Um, My brother's really into, you know, meshing and marrying these two conversations together. I mean, he, he really wanted to be a part of this conversation tonight, but I was like, nope, not tonight. (laughs) Maybe something in the future. Maybe something in the future. We, there's also global warming and that's also, that's a term we use, but that might be a natural cycle of earth also going through her cleansing. The fires out on the West Coast, that might also be a natural cleansing of just death and rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. My brother would totally agree with you for sure. He would. And right now, just to touch on astrology a little bit about that, um, Pluto, the, the planets, Pluto is all about death and rebirth, death of big systems like the um, financial, the financial markets, the judicial system, our education system, our healthcare system. And Pluto is retrograde right now in the United States. So the United States is going through a huge transformation period. 
Yeah. We are for sure going through it. I mean, weather and, and our emotions, right? Everything else. Everything is total chaos for sure. Yes. I mean, it really is. It is. I really appreciate you coming on and, and chatting with us tonight. I was, like I said, we, we've said this a couple of times tonight. We're, we are really excited and really looking forward to talking to you. And, you know, if, if we're probably not the only ones excited, you know, to hear to be here talking to you, anyone who's out there that wants to get in touch with you, how can they find you? They can find me on my website, yourlifecore.com. Okay. Of course, they can listen to my podcast, Messages of the Universe. Yes. And I'd be happy to connect with them. So I so appreciate both of you for inviting me on. This has just been lovely. Yes, thank it's you. been great. Very and informative and very, very interesting. If they want to, if anyone wants to hear any more, they definitely should listen to your podcast because I've really enjoyed listening to your episodes and, and, and you have a great voice, by the way, it was very oh. soothing. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. And we will probably hopefully talk to you soon. All right. Very thank good. You. Right. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks for being a part of the conversation. Keep listening to more Keeping Up With Chaos podcasts on your favorite podcast app. Thanks in advance for subscribing, following, liking, or whatever the hell you're supposed to do on your favorite podcast app. Oh, leave a freaking review too. No, that's not me. That's you. Oh, that's me. Do- oh no, it's me. Please and thank you. Connect with us on social media where you can find more everyday chaos and be in the know when the next podcast comes out. Find us on Instagram or find us on Facebook like our page or join our keeping up with chaos community group we'd love for you to share your chaos with us that way we know we're not alone in this yep email us at chaoskeepers at gmail.com no you forgot the 411 <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> not into social uh email us your chaos at chaoskeepers411 at gmail.com good good okay that's a wrap no, you're supposed to say, okay. is that a wrap? No. <laughs> you're supposed to say, hold the sugar. Hold the sugar. Pass sugar. the vodka. Hold the sugar, sugar. Pass the vodka. All right. That's a wrap. Cut it. Are we supposed oh. to say cheers? Cheers. Cheers. Till next time. Till next time.